you're listening to On Assignment by God, the daily blog and podcast. What did the Lord God say to me this morning? Welcome to another episode of On Assignment by God, the daily blog and daily podcast. This is your host, Fun Strong, new last name. And did you know that the Holy Spirit already knows what you need before you even speak it? Did you know that sometimes even when you be afraid to say what you're thinking, that he'll answer you? Well, that was exactly what he did with me this morning. So let's jump straight on into the podcast because I'm telling you, I have so much to share with you this morning and I got to get it out. So let's get into it. So y'all, this morning, I'm telling you, I did not want to like pray certain things. I was just like, I don't want to say nothing, you know. I was praying and worshiping and the Holy Spirit knew that there was something on my mind that I wanted a confirmation about, but I was like, nah, 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 you know, cause you know, I already asked for a confirmation and uh, I'm standing firm in my faith that it is already mine. And you know, but he, he knew I still wanted a confirmation y'all. He knew it. He was like, oh, okay, now you're going to just be up in here praising and worshiping and inviting me in here. And you're going to try to pretend like you don't still want a confirmation. But I kind of felt like it wouldn't be faithful to keep asking for a confirmation. You ever been there before where you just feel like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to keep asking for, you know, a sign that this is what it's going to be, you know? Well, today the Holy Spirit freed me up and now I'm about to free you up because you listening to this. Okay. So as I was praying, y'all, I just, oh my goodness, I was praying and I was just like, first of all, let me just make sure I pray the prayers that must be prayed. You know, instead of focusing on me and what I want, let me just make sure I pray the prayers that must be prayed. So of course I prayed in the spirit because, you know, praying in the spirit keeps me from thinking about what I want anyway. That's allowing the Holy Spirit to intercede through me. So I'm praying in the spirit. And then I flipped open my Bible randomly. And how many of you know, it's never really random, but in my mind, I'd be doing it randomly, but the Lord know exactly how he'd be placing my fingers in the pages and all of that. So I flipped open my Bible randomly and landed in first Chronicles. Now, at first I was like, I know I'm not, I'm not about to see a whole lot of highlights in the book of first Chronicles. Okay. It is not one of those, uh, books of the Bible that I have flipped to often, nor have I really studied, you know? So I was like, mm, okay. When I flipped it open, I was like, yeah, this page don't have no highlights on it. But how many of you know that God will highlight exactly what he wants you to see? Yeah. You may not see a lot of times I'll flip to something and what he wants me to see is already highlighted. Well, that wasn't the case this morning. Not in first Chronicles. Okay. Not in first Chronicles uh, 16 through 17, because that was the page I was on. It kind of went between chapter 16 and, and 17 and 18. And so when I looked at the page, the first thing that I noticed 
were the hope words. So I have the Dr. Tony Evans study Bible and in the study Bible, there are hope words and different pullout articles and all of that. So the hope words absolutely addressed my thoughts about how I was praying this morning because I was like, let me just, let me just make sure I'm praying, you know, for other people and not being focused on getting a confirmation for the thing that I've already prayed for. You know, let me not be wavering in my faith or whatever. Right. Y'all, I read the hope words and it said this, don't worry that you may pray poorly. Worry if you don't pray at all. I was like, oh my goodness, don't worry that you may pray poorly. Worry if you don't pray at all. So I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Thank you, Lord. I needed that confirmation because I'm over here worrying about how I'm praying. And he was like, you don't need to worry about that. You just need, if you're going to worry about it, worry about it if you don't get your butt up and pray. That's when you need to be <laughs> worried about something. So that freed me up, y'all. That freed me up from overthinking during my prayer time. Now, mind you, while I was praying, though, I had this spontaneous and seemingly random thought about not putting God in a box. But then it made sense because I was praising the Lord. I remember praising the Lord for my grandmother. She recently had surgery this past weekend and thoughts arose for me and other family members about her having surgery at her age, at her age, she's 92 at her age. It was like, oh, this kind of surgery and da, 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 da. you know that the thoughts came up. But when that thought came up this past weekend, the Holy Spirit reminded me of Sarah and how she gave birth in her old age. And so it it made me think like, yeah, we be putting God in a box. And so this morning during my prayer time, I had that thought about not putting God in a box as I was praising him because her surgery went well. She um she was eating lunch the last time my mom sent me a picture and all of that. And, you know, it was like, we cannot be putting God in a box. We can't be saying stuff like, well, you know, because of age, we probably don't, you know, it, that that's just worry. That's putting God in a box, you know, and it's possible. We do it all the time, y'all. We do it all the time. We put God in a box with our thoughts all the time. <laughs> but guess what? When I turn to first Chronicles in the study notes, y'all for chapter 17 verses eight through 10, I saw these words. These promises are a reminder not to place God in a box. He is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think, which is referencing Ephesians 3.20. I say that scripture all the time. I be like, Lord, I give you permission to do exceedingly abundantly above all I could even ask or think. So, of course, I had thought about that scripture this morning as well, because I'm thinking about the thing that I really want him to confirm, you know. But y'all, how how amazing is that, that before I open my Bible, I'm thinking about my grandmother. I'm thinking about we don't need to put God in a box and how we can't put God in a box and how amazing everything went with her surgery, regardless of her age. Right. Yeah. OK. So I'm like, I see that and I'm like, whoa, it, it blew my mind. Like here I am having that thought before I even open my Bible. And then when I open my Bible, I see those exact words about not placing God in a box. So then the Holy Spirit even answered another question that I didn't ask. <laughs> Y'all, but he 
he he lives on the inside of me, so he know all what's going on. You know what I'm saying? All the things he know about it. He knew it was sort of on my mind. And if and and he know that some of you who listen to this podcast and read the blog, you need to hear this just as much as I needed to hear this morning. So in First Chronicles chapter 15, verse 29, it says this. As the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord was entering the city of David, Saul's daughter, Michael, looked down from the window and saw David leaping and dancing, and she despised him in her heart. Now, I really had planned to listen to this on the, the U version app to see how to pronounce Michael or Michael, Mishael. I don't know how, how her name is pronounced, but it's M-I-C-H-A-L either way. It's like Michelle. It's probably Michelle, the first version of Michelle, M-I-C-H-A-L. But anyway, Mishael, Michelle, whatever. Okay. But anyway, she was looking out the window. David was leaping and dancing as they were bringing the Ark of the Covenant into the city. And she despised him in her heart. And so as I was reading that, it was really the study notes that made it plain. Dr. Evans said, what happened in this passage is why Christians ought not to be partners with or unequally yoked with unbelievers. A believer's marriage to someone who refuses to place himself or herself under God's kingdom rule will result in having two radically different agendas trying to operate under the same roof. Be careful whom you marry before you marry. <laughs> now y'all like, well, what question did you have in your head? Oh, y'all, listen, first of all, I've had more conversations with people who are in wrong relationships than right ones. You know, people are often drawn to talk to me because in my last book, I shared transparently how I didn't get God's permission to get married. And there I was asking for God to give me permission to get divorced because I was a Christian and I was like, Lord, I know you don't like divorce, but is it okay for me to get one? And I can get on the whole soapbox about this, but today I just want to point out that while I do introduce myself as fun, strong, new last name, I don't want a new last name unless my new husband has already placed himself fully under God's kingdom rule. Not saying that my new husband is going to be super perfect or nothing like that, but he must be super submitted under God before I will submit under him. And sometimes God has to expose those who aren't submitted to him. God has to slow everybody down so that he can do a greater work in you before you come together. I've had conversations recently with people who are, you know, thought this person was going to be the one and God exposed some things about that person. And it was devastating. I know, I know because I experienced that myself and, you know, God will take your experience from a couple of years ago and, and allow you to encourage others who are going through that same thing today. Right. But anyway, y'all, anyway, it, <laughs> I just thought that that was a good, you know, how the Lord just showed me all of this in one flipping random flipping of opening my Bible to first Chronicles. So first he talked about my prayer life and then he talked about not being unequally yoked. And then he talked about that, you know, allow, don't put him in a box. Right. 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 But y'all, <laughs> it was this part right here that I'm about to tell you this, where I was trying this, this is where I've been trying to go this whole time. But of course, clearly the Holy Spirit said, 
Let's take the scenic route so I can give you more messages in this podcast. But y'all, I've been praying for this specific house and I believe in faith that I have this house. My, my children believe as well. Now, remember I said earlier during my prayer time that I didn't really want to ask for yet another confirmation, right? But the Holy Spirit knew I wanted one. Now, mind you, I'm still in First Chronicles chapters like 15 through 17, 18, you know, up in there. Do you know in chapter 17, part of verse 10 says this. Furthermore, I declare to you that the Lord himself will build a house for you. Furthermore, I declare to you that the Lord himself will build a house for you. Now, y'all. I could just stop right there, but I got to put it in context for you. So in first Chronicles uh, chapter 17, David was feeling some kind of way about living in a nice house and the Ark of the Lord's covenant was in a tent. And so he had told Nathan, he was like, I'm going to build the Lord a house. And that night the Lord spoke to Nathan and told him to go tell David that he will, first of all, make a name for him like that of the greatest on earth, that he will designate a place for his people and plant them, and that he will also subdue all his enemies. But then in verse 10, he basically said, don't build me a house. I'm going to build you a house. Y'all, y'all, it was that part of that scripture that I believe the Holy Spirit used to speak directly to me about my unspoken prayer about this specific house that I've been praying for. See, again, I didn't want to seem like I didn't have faith about the house. But here's what the Holy Spirit said directly to me after I stopped crying long enough to write. He said, I will always confirm to you, my love. First of all, I just that right there just make me want to cry. Okay. He said, I will always confirm to you, my love. I know what you need to see and what you need to hear. You needed it to start your week so that you can move about in faith. Read it again and again as many times until you hear your name called. Y'all know I was still crying, right? <laughs> oh, y'all know I was still crying. I went back and I looked at everything the Lord had highlighted to me on what seemed like a random flip to first Chronicles. And do you know one other thing stood out in chapter 16, verse 41, it said these words in part. This is the words that stood out. Now, the, the, the verse starts out with saying with them were Heman, Jedithan and the rest who were. And this was the part that stood out for me. Chosen and designated by name to give thanks to the Lord for his faithful love endures forever. It was the word, the phrase, the words chosen and designated by name to give thanks to the Lord. I am chosen and designated by name to give thanks to the Lord. For his faithful love endures forever. Do you see how the Holy Spirit answered my unspoken prayers 
Y'all, he knows just what we need. We were chosen and designated by name to give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever and ever. He knows what we need. He knows what we need. And he will, if you would position yourself to seek him first, he will give you everything you need to move about your day, your week in faith. I just love my conversations with God. What about you? Now, before I get into the assignment question, because it's just only one one question today, I want to first make sure that you know Jesus. And maybe you like, I don't know him, know him, but I want to know him. <laughs> and if that's you, I want to offer salvation to you. If you don't know him as your personal Lord and Savior, and you're not a believer, but you like fun, I want to be a believer. All you got to do is openly confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. And when you pray that prayer, which is Romans 10, 9, you're saved. You are saved. Your eternity is secure. You saved. Now, the next thing you want to do is receive the Holy Spirit, get active with other believers, Start having these daily conversations with the Lord that I'm sharing mine with you. That's what this podcast is all about. And just reading your word and getting to know Jesus, getting to know Holy Spirit. Right? Yes, yes, yes. That's what you want to do. So I just want to, I just want to, first of all, welcome you to your new life with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You just made the best decision you could have ever made. Do you hear me? I'm telling you, not telling you what somebody told me. I'm telling you what I know for myself. And now you will too know for yourself. Know for yourself that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. And that he will speak to you. Ooh, that he will speak to you. And speaking of speaking to you, Here are your assignments for today. Number one, what did Holy Spirit say to you in your conversation with him this morning? How did he talk to you this morning? What did he say? How did he confirm unspoken prayers? Maybe you were like me this morning and you didn't want to say nothing about it. But he knew. He knew it was on your mind. And so he addressed it. (laughs) Hallelujah. I thank God. I thank God that he addressed my unspoken prayers. Hallelujah. God is so good, y'all. God is so good. Now, don't forget, this is the other thing. It's not really an assignment, but it is. It's something you should always be doing. Read the word of God and record yourself, like on video or audio, and then play it back throughout the week, throughout the day, so that you can build your faith by hearing the word of God. And then allow God to give you a new revelation okay allow God to give you a new revelation all right all right y'all and that is a wrap for today's episode hey if you enjoyed the podcast make sure you share it with somebody 
And if you haven't joined the text community, make sure you do that. 601-299-4398. That's 601-299-4398. And if you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, make sure you let me know that, okay? I want to personally congratulate you. All right, y'all. That's all I got for you today. It's gonna be one. It's gonna be one of those days. I can already tell because I'm pushing it with the time. But that's okay. When the Holy Spirit is leading, you gotta follow. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.